Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawksfield at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. There's the snap. He's going to throw. Lobs it near side. Looking for Myers. Leaps and grabs. Jacoby Myers. Touchdown. Welcome back to Hurt at Sports Radio here on AM590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. I'm Ravi Lula. That is Elijah Herbolt here with me. We are... Live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Herd at Sports Bar and Grill. And we are getting you ready for a jam-packed weekend of Nebraska sports, both on and off the field slash court. Uh, we've got a bunch of great guests for you here today. Coming up at 8 o'clock, we're going to talk to Damon Benning about a bunch of stuff. Obviously, he's got uh, quite a bit of insight into Nebraska football and everything going on there. Uh, but... He's uh, also super tuned in to the high school scene, and, I mean, he watches everything. He's got a good eye, so we'll, uh, we'll talk to him at 8 about uh, just about everything that's going on in the sports world here locally. Up at 9, we will focus in on high school with Mike Sauter, and then 9.45 we'll wrap up the show with former Husker Matt Verzal. We're also efforting our teammate here, Anna Bellinghausen, who is down in Tampa. We're going to try and join her at some point during the show today. Um, to try and get a little update on the ground from what's going on in Tampa with Nebraska volleyball. And dare I say, we have some Tampa Bay weather going on here at Omaha. This it, might, it might be a little chillier, but it is uh, the precipitation level is. I was very surprised when I was letting my dogs out this morning. Uh, one of them refuses to go outside in the rain, so he just like walked out and walked right back in. And I was not awake enough yet to realize that it was raining, so I was like, "What is Doug? What are you doing, man?" Uh, and then I realized it was raining. I was like, oh, he's, he's not going to go out this morning. See, meanwhile, my roommate's cat was pissed off at me because <laughs> she's sitting at the door just meowing at me wanting to go out. So I'm like, trust me, you're not going to like it out there. I know better than you in just 30 minutes while I'm making my coffee in the morning just meowing at me, making me want to absolutely go right back to bed and get the hell away from that cat. It was brutal. My cat also has this thing where he wants to go outside when it is the worst temperatures. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like when it was, I don't know, it was a couple years ago when it was like negative 20, like actual air temp was negative 20 outside, and he's like pawing at the door and meow. I was like, what are you doing, bro? Like, he, I, I was like, I, listen, man, you've got a good life here. I need you to chill a little bit. Like, you get wet cat food every night. You're a little chunky. I'm not sure you make it out in the wild anymore. Not exactly in predator shape anymore. Listen, there's a reason we call him Potato. Like, yeah, like, my roommate's kind of like, I turn on a space heater for you to nap. Like, I go through that energy. I make the rest of the house cold because it's too close to the thermostat. Like, I do so much for you. And here you want to go outside in the rain? Is, the, is your space heater not good enough for you? It is not good enough. You know, just, uh, it's, it's tough. Cats, man, they're, they're tough. Um, Cats suck. I, I love my cat. My roommate's cat, I should say. But, man, they're the worst. I, I actually, I didn't know I was a cat guy. And then we got one. And I was like, oh, I kind of like this. Kind of like this little fella. It's true. Um, we <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. Is Shane like cats are it. so soft and fluffy. Shane like, gets it. They might be mean. I would say until they're sharp and mean, and then you're like, ah, god. Um, we just get back to sports. No, it's fine. <laughs> just talking about cats here on a morning show is not a big deal. Uh, 
wanted to uh, get back into a little bit of the conversation we were just in. Obviously, a uh, reminder, Nebraska volleyball playing for a national championship this weekend. No, no, big, no big deal, as Doc Sadler would say. Uh, we, so we're definitely excited about that. They'll play Texas. No big deal. Thank you. Well, they'll play Texas on Sunday. Uh, Dylan Rayola in town this weekend. Uh, but as we were talking a little bit, we touched on it a little bit earlier, and we touched on it a lot yesterday with the Kyle McCord leaving situation, right? And so I'm, I'm tell me if I'm being the irrational Nebraska fan here, right? But I'm looking at the other op, the other options that uh, Kyle McCord has for where he's potentially going to school, and I'm looking at okay, looks like likely Syracuse, maybe Rutgers, which I think that you know part of that's a location thing. I get that. But while he would absolutely have been an upgrade over what was in the room this year, am I crazy to be like, okay, if he was as good as we were hoping he would be at Nebraska, wouldn't there be other interested parties other than Syracuse and Rutgers? Like, am I crazy there? Uh, You're not crazy. Like, I know there's extenuating circumstances. I've, I've had the thought, but then I also have to turn around and ask myself, how many teams in the country are in a place where a one-year rental quarterback is what they need to find success next season? Fair, but that amount of logic often does not apply to the transfer portal, that if we're being honest, right? And maybe it's a, hey, he wants to go somewhere where he is the guy and doesn't really have to worry about competition, whether it's him or some things we maybe have heard about his dad being a little more hands-on than is probably necessary for somebody of that age. But, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I don't know, I'm looking around the country, and you see, I mean, you watch college football on any given Saturday, especially at these Power 5 schools, and you, I mean, you don't look at, like, and maybe he's not interested, but you don't get like Iowa, and you're like, they could use a Kyle McCord. Like I know Cade McNamara is supposed to come back, but like Kyle McCord's not better than Cade McNamara. Like Iowa needs an offensive coordinator first. Like what what direction <laughs> do they want to go with their offense? That remains a big question. I mean, I am, they're, they're, you can go through a list of schools in the country. I mean, even including Nebraska, Syracuse, and Rutgers, and say, why do you need Kyle McCord? Is Kyle McCord not better than Tyler Van Dyke I at Wisconsin? I think he is. Would he not be better in that Wisconsin system, kind of the air raid system, not terribly dissimilar from what they run at Ohio State, very similar concepts? Like, you wouldn't take Kyle McCord over Tyler Van Dyke? I think you also have to think about the ins into a relationship with a guy like Kyle McCord. I get that, sure. I do, but it wouldn't be, like, especially with quarterbacks and teams that need quarterbacks, which is almost everybody most of the time. Now, you don't want to take a chance on one-year rental, totally understand that, right? But you're telling me, like, a Washington who hasn't nailed down a quarterback yet, Michael Penix is leaving, you have to assume they're going to be pretty good again next year, or they think they're going to be pretty good again next year. That offense would seem to fit the type of skill set that Kyle McCord has. Like, why isn't Washington interested? Why, you know, like, there's a lot of – why isn't, I mean, USC interested? What the USC is going to need a quarterback next year? They think they're very active with guys like Will Howard. Is Kyle McCord not a better pure passer than Will Howard? Because I would, I would guess he is. Like, there's something weird going on here with the Kyle McCord situation. Well, to me, it comes down to, as I kind of said, the one-year rental factor. The fact that Kyle McCord, by all accounts, is going to need a starting job 
sure. wherever he goes. Sure. So I think you have to look from Kyle McCord's point of view too, and look what other schools have. You have to you have to be going to a spot where you have a, a pretty good idea that there's not going to be that much competition. You want to be on the field, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you don't want to end up at FAU, and that's no slight against Casey Thompson. But I think Kyle McCord thinks he's better than that. So then it, it kind of narrows down the options where you can go. A spot where you're almost all but guaranteed the starting job. Mm-hmm. A spot that needs a one-year rental, a spot that feels that one quarterback for one year, such as Kyle McCord, can put them over the top. You're really narrowing narrowing down the options of schools that that fit that bill. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I but you you have a point. I look at all the teams that are that are interested and active in the portal for quarterbacks, and I just and all the teams that are losing a starter at quarterback, all the teams that think they're going to be good next year. And that number is bigger than it used to be because you only have to get to 12 to make the playoff next year, right? So a quarterback, like Iowa was 10-3 and three this year. You're telling me a real quarterback, assuming they get an offensive coordinator higher, right? But you're telling me a real quarterback can't get them from 17 to 12 next year? Because I think it could. You're telling me Oregon State, who's, I mean, they're losing Jonathan Smith and everybody else, but... Like they can't, they couldn't use a quarterback with DJU leaving and Andre Childs leaving. Like you're telling me, none of these teams out there better than Syracuse and Rutgers need a quarterback next year. There's a there's a couple schools I think of, and maybe we'll, they'll go elsewhere in the portal that I think of. Like man, you're not going to have to record. UCLA is one of them. Sure. Moving into the Big Ten, you could use a quarterback with Big Ten experience. Absolutely. Miami, you've lost Tyler Van Dyke. It sounds like they've had Will Howard on campus, but they haven't been able to close the deal there. You're not yeah. going to at least talk to Kyle McCord, go kick the tires there. Mm-hmm. Kansas State, losing Will Howard. Losing Will Howard, where are you going to go at quarterback you next expect, season? Yeah, Kansas State expects to be good and competitive every year. I mean, there's uh, a, there, Arkansas losing. Did, did What's his name ever officially enter the portal? Um, uh, is it KJ? Is that Jefferson? Is that KJ Jefferson, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he officially did or not, but that's that's a fair point. for a long time. Um, going to be. You know, you've got some... Uh, excuse me, or Arkansas landed Taylor Green from Boise State in the portal. I missed that news. Yeah, like is Kyle McCord better, not better than Taylor Green from Boise State? Like this is what I'm talking about here. But like Taylor Green's not a one-year guy. He, he's not, which is fair. Like that's part of the equation. I just, you're, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking around. I go, listen, if, if Syracuse and Rutgers are the other suitors here, like... I'm having some questions about, and maybe maybe it's the familial situation. Who knows? Um, coming up next, we'll wrap up hour number one, continue to talk about big weekend in Nebraska sports, and we will get to Damon Benning at the top of the next hour here on Herd Out Sports Radio.